Bob Duncan walked by, sooty from his forge fire and bright beads of sweat on his forehead. Mrs. Monroney's voice lifted over the edge of town. Supper! Jubal! The shadows of the nearby hills piled down on Star more and more thickly. Moonlight sprayed its frost glow all across the eastern desert, where Tom Melrain's KX lay in vast stillness. The stranger, whose name was Dick Skelton, strolled from the hotel and advanced with a gait of well-fed indolence. He had shoved his hat to the back of his head, and one hand jingled some loose silver in his pants pocket. Arrived at the saloon porch, he met Ed Swain's coolly deliberate stare, and said, "Evening." It was, Tebow considered, a soft voice and a deceptive one. And it seemed to throw warning through Ed Swain, whose shoulders cut an aggressive block against the saloon's lamplight. Swain's words were careful and insistent, faintly grating against the stillness. Eh, just on the travel? Skelton said approvingly, Nobody's fooling you, mister. Amusement threw its quicksilver flash across the sudden stretch of his lips. He went into the saloon, Ed Swain following. Tebow waited a moment before he hoisted himself from the chair and tracked after them. He went behind the bar, waiting with both his fat hands on the counter. On me, said Ed Swain. Skelton drawled, to drown the memory of a sad supper. Tebow put out the bottle and glasses, lifting his eyes in time to see the way Ed Swain's glance bit into the stranger. Swain caught the scent of something here that cocked his nerves and made his expression strict. Dick Skelton poured himself a drink, poising the glass in his left hand, and waited for Swain to follow suit. There wasn't anything said for the moment, not until the drink had been swallowed. Then Skelton murmured, On me. Swain shook his head and said, uh, No offense, one's my limit. Skelton said, What's the ranches here? KX. What? Ed Swain's eyes had been lowered to the bar. They crept back to Dick Skelton in a way that was stealthy and prying. Just one ranch, KX. You crossed it coming here. You'll cross it going out. Whichever way you go, KX. Tom Mulrain. Skelton said with a softness and carelessness that was like a signal to Tebow Vaughn. Hmm. Must have been KX men I heard last night then. Busting down the trail in the hills, traveling fast. A busy ranch, I'd guess. Maybe you know those men if you see him again, suggested Ed Swain. Dick Skelton's silent laughter creased his lips in a straight, ironic line. I didn't see him that plain. But Tebow was witness to the way that those two straightened against each other. Behind Swain's scrupulous calm and behind Dick Skelton's laughter lay danger. It was the way they swapped glances that told Tebow of something trustless and unforgiving and without mercy suddenly born. Swain said, From Utah? That's a long way off. That's why I'm from Utah, said Skelton. You're just traveling. Yep. Ed Swain moved carefully away from the bar, going out. Tebow Vaughn reached for the glasses and rubbed them round and round, with a towel, listening to Swain's step strike back toward the store. Skelton had both his arms on the bar. He had his face, sharp and serene and unstirred, tipped toward the bar. He kept tracing something along the wood with his finger. 
Watching that finger move, Tebow saw what it was. K-X. Somebody came out of Swain's store and trotted from Star. Skelton's finger paused and stayed that way until the muted echo of that horse died on the hill trail. Tebow turned his back to Skelton, replacing his glasses, and turned again. And then shock ripped through him. He hadn't felt like that for thirty years. Skelton's eyes were on him, round and cold and wicked, like the black muzzles of a shotgun. What the hell's the matter with this town? Tebow said, oh, if you're just traveling, what do you care? Skelton said, that's right, and walked to the porch. Somebody else was advancing along the walk at a slow, light step. Dick Skelton's head turned a little, and Tebow heard a girl's voice say in an easy, teasing tone, hello. And then Helen Monroney appeared on the porch and held her head up to Dick's face.